Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello, Bree James here. Welcome back to another episode of the Pack Mag Parents Podcast. Now, if you're ever feeling like a bad parent, just remember that the mum from home alone was halfway to Paris before she realized she was missing a child. So you're doing great, okay? It's all good. Now, today's episode, we're talking about all things behavior. Now, I know, I know you've heard it all before. Don't do this, don't do that, don't say this. Well, I've got some refreshing news for you. Our guest today has developed a unique approach to bad behavior, and it may just help you and your family out loads, like it did me listening to our amazing guest today. Now, We've also got some really great weird and wacky in the wonderful world of parenting tips as well. So we've found a coffee lover's dream app. So stay tuned for that one and make sure to not miss out on this episode's tip of the week as it turns a crappy situation into a helpful tool. You'll get that little pun once you hear what the tip is. Uh, So let's get into today's show. So many times a day you hear your child and you have to tell them to stop fighting, to pick up their toys, to hurry up and get in the bath. Um, you might catch yourself wondering if your parenting is working on them at all um, or if they'll ever start listening to you and behaving themselves. Well, today's guest may just have the answer for you. She is a behavioral specialist and founder of the Phoenix Cups approach to guiding behavior. Her work has revolutionized how teachers and educators work with children's behavior. And she's going to share her tips and tricks with us because you can bring it into the home. She also helps parents as well. So let's get her on the show, Sandy Phoenix. It's time to get to class. So tell me, Sandy, what is the Phoenix Cups? It sounds so intriguing and interesting. What are they? Yeah, so they represent your basic human life needs. So the framework itself um, is informed by lots of different theory and research and thinking. Uh, I started studying psychology 20 years ago uh, and soon later became a mum myself, um, actually Oh, gosh, I, I keep saying 20 years ago, but I f- keep forgetting that the years t- keep ticking away. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so 22 years ago, I started studying psychology and my daughter is now 20. Um, so I was launched into parenting pretty early. Um, but one of the things I was also doing at the same time was working as an educator with children. And, uh, and I noticed that the, that the secret world of psychology um, was so useful to educators and to me as a parent. And, and I really wanted to make um, some of that theory and research and thinking more accessible to the educators I was working with. And, and I kind of just stumbled across uh, an analogy about filling cups when I was explaining a couple of different theories. But essentially, um, one of the biggest influences of our framework is um, choice theory, uh, as well as emerging stuff from positive psychology. And my colleague, Dr. Louise Porter, um, and her many a textbook uh, have informed a lot of the thinking as well. So that being said, um, Dr. William Glasser in his choice theory said, 
all we do is behave. So essentially what he was saying is we're just a string of behaviours. And every single behaviour we choose at any given point in time is a behaviour we are choosing to meet one of our needs. And he represented those those as being five different needs, which are slightly different to the cups. Uh, much like Maslow talked about a hierarchy of needs, um, which are also five needs, and also you'll see some of that influencing um, what you see in the cups as well. So the cups, however, are thinking about lots of different theory, and the five needs that we're proposing within that is mastery, I'm saying that one first because it's my biggest cup, and also safety and connection and freedom and fun in no particular order. So Dr. William Glasser talked about a needs profile. Our Phoenix Cups profile looks at the size of different people's cups. So um, Glasser talked about this needs strength profile where some people have a bigger need for something than other people do. And um, so when I, I was explaining all of this stuff to educators and accidentally thought, oh, you know, a cup could be a really good analogy to explain this, um, that's kind of how the Phoenix Cups framework was born. And I've been talking about it at conferences and lots of things for many years now. And, and my husband and I have just written a story about it um, for, for families and for any human to understand their own needs. But basically um, the need strength profile in Glass's stuff translates to the size of your cups in our work. So I have a huge mastery cup, which means most of my behaviors are driven by that massive mastery cup. Whereas I have a child with a really big freedom cup and I learned that really early. Uh, and most of her behaviors are driven by her big freedom cup. Uh, but what's really important to know is that we all have all five of those cups. And when they're full, we have a good, strong sense of well-being, or full or filling, or at least that we have a plan to fill them. We get that good, strong sense of well-being and contentment. But when the cups are emptying or empty, that impacts um, can, can impact quite severely on our sense of well-being uh, and as well as our sense of self-esteem and um, and it can drive us because like Glasser was saying we're constantly choosing behaviors to fill one of our cups so if an, if we've got an empty cup it drives us quite desperately to try to fill that cup up choosing behaviors to fill it back up again so it's a really easy way to reverse engineer our children's behavior as well as understand our own yeah, it's so true because if your child's got a big connection um, mm -hmm. cup, you know, obviously they're going to want your attention all the time and, you know, it can be yes. quite uh, demanding on a parent. But if that's what they need, you just need to realise that. Absolutely. And so we call that connection seeking. Um, we certainly don't use the term attention seeking uh, because you, you can hear how the difference in connotation makes you yes. want to choose a different way of responding to that, right? Um, and so when we reframe to cups, it's connection seeking to fill up the connection cup. Where a parent who has a small connection cup will sometimes not understand their child's huge need for a connection. And any human to human is like that. My best friend has a massive safety cup. I've got a really small one. It took me ages to understand her behaviours because I just didn't get it. Um, but now that I know that our needs profile is different, which drives our behavioural choices, and she makes more sense to me. <laughs> so yes. it's a bit the same with our children. If we can just get that, oh, gosh, it feels like his cup should be full by now. Yes. It's not because it's smaller than yours, so it's actually got heaps more to fill. Yay. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, my one of my children has a very connection-seeking cup. So uh, yes, that's why right. I'm like, yeah, so it doesn't matter how much I fill this cup, it's not got a hole in it. <laughs> no, no, that's right. Like, um, and when I'm talking about this um, with visual cues, I will draw a cup. So you can imagine, um, we'll we'll draw a small cup, um, and that's perhaps your connection cup, but not small, but smaller than your 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 um, offsprings, and then that will draw their cup really big. And then uh, you know, people say, well, they're choosing all these behaviors. Their cup should be full. And so if we color in your cup, and that's completely full, and it feels like that should be, you know, his should be or her should be also full but if you were to pour what's in your cup into your child's cup you can see that there's actually still it's only half full yes. you've still got all of this um what we call the empty part of the cup we call that the will to fill so you've still got a whole lot of will to fill um, in that cup for your child so that's causing the connection seeking behavior mm, so interesting this podcast is proudly brought to you by good start early learning Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a 9-hour, 10-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. So how have children's behaviours changed them with the Phoenix Cups? Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting stuff, actually. Um, when when educators start to um, understand children's basic human life needs and also, and parents, for that matter, and when um, when we plan for um, the will to fill rather than punish it, uh, it's quite amazing what can happen um, when children's needs are being met. Um, one of the th- the things that does happen when people start using this framework is um, just an understanding of the child's behaviour. So rather than be frustrated by it, which would empty your own cups, um, you understand it, which might fill your mastery cup. Like, oh, I get it. I get why they're behaving like that. So just by having fuller cups yourself, you've got more to give um, when you're when you're working with a child or when you're parenting a child, so um, that's I guess one of the biggest side effects is a reframe in thinking uh, that this behaviour is not you know they're not out to get me, <laughs> they're not trying to drive me crazy, they're just trying to meet one of their needs or fill one of their cups. Yeah, so interesting. So, what if have you got any advice then for parents that are struggling with their child's behaviour? Yeah, um, fill your own cups first. And that's really, really important to, first of all, know your own needs profile. So um, know what is your biggest cup through to your smallest cup. But regardless of that, also know which ones are full and empty. And that's really different uh, because your needs profile is part of your personality. So that's always going to be like that. So your big cup's always going to be your big cup. But sometimes it's going to be full and sometimes it's going to be empty. So um, it's important to be thinking about all of your cups because even if your smallest cup is empty it's going to really disrupt your sense of well-being so when you as a parent make plans for safety cup filling and connection cup filling and freedom cup filling and fun cup filling and mastery cup filling then you you've got a lot more to give because you can't pour from an empty cup yeah and now i see on your website you've got take the quiz so if you're listening and going well how do i know which cup uh, yes. is my fullest. You've got a free quiz there that people can take. And obviously um, you've got a book there as well, the Phoenix Cup book. 
Yes, it's really exciting. On our Facebook page, um, The Phoenix Cups, you can see uh, there's a free download of the book there um, with the first 20 pages so you can have a bit of a read and and see how it's actually a story. Um, It's not a textbook. It's a story that will draw you in. My very clever husband, Christopher Phoenix, is an amazing creative writer and philosopher. Um, And so a lot of his um, ideas of philosophy and my ideas from psychology have come together in that book but uh, we kind of hide that throughout the book uh, through story and um, there is also on the uh, on our Phoenix Cups Facebook you'll see little two minute video snippets and we've got um, one minute cup filling videos uh, for you to just get a bit of an idea about what this is all about but the quiz will certainly once you do that um, it'll give you an idea about whether or not you've got a really big cup and a really small cup so we call a big cup a dominant cup so some people though don't have a dominant cup and that'll be represented in the quiz your cups might all be the same size in your result and If that's the case, your needs profile is actually quite balanced and even, but what will matter for you at any given point in time is what's more empty than the other cups, um, where the will to fill is. So um, it'll it'll help you analyse yourself a little bit more and then you can move on to thinking about, once you've really got an understanding for yourself, you can move on to thinking about what does this mean for my children? And um, rather, we don't necessarily need to profile the children as much as although some of you will know when you've got a child with a big connection cup or a child with a big freedom cup, all of a sudden it'll be like, oh, this makes so much sense. Yeah. But we don't necessarily need to know their profile. We need to know what the behaviour that they're currently choosing that is challenging us, what cup is that filling? And what's happening for them is they're choosing a behaviour that is filling that cup because we always choose the best behaviour we have to fill up a cup. It's just that children are less skilled than adults at being able to do that sometimes um, when it comes to not always though, they're very, very skilled and capable and competent children are, but their skill um, is is not as good as us when it comes to being considerate and cooperative of other people. So um, the skills that we choose, uh, use, you know, kind of use our um, in our behavioural choices, we call that the skill to fill. And that's where we come in as parents and educators is to support children um, to learn how to fill up their cups considerately and cooperatively and without accidentally you know um, impacting on anybody else's needs and rights so um, when we can view a behavior as um, an unskilled behavioral choice and then support children to find a different way uh, we'll we'll always be able to um, support that child's behavioral change if if that's what we need to do Uh, because there's there's other ways of course of working with children's behavior uh, like behavior management and what what we say is actually if if we're rewarding or punishing a particular behaviour, then we're trying to behaviour manage the child's best choice to fill up their cup. Uh, And what we're trying to do is behaviour manage an empty cup and we can't do that. So um, planning for your child's wellbeing as well as planning for your own um, by thinking about cup filling uh, can be quite transformative. Yeah, such a great point to end on. So if you'd like to see more, phoenixcups.com you can take the quiz and you can check out the book as well but thank you so much for your amazing insights sandy um such an interesting concept i know you're quite heavily involved in schools and uh in childcare centers and things like that but you know it's obviously fantastic for parents to know about this stuff as well and i guess um you know the more we're on the same page as our teachers with our children the better 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, being, I'm a parent myself of quite a few children, and um, and I, it's certainly helped me in my parenting, and um, and it helps um, educators in their parenting as well to think about their own children's needs. And and sometimes the answer um, when we start viewing the child's behaviour as a cup filler, the answer becomes really really clear um, of how to support your child. So. Um, go forth, fill cups. Uh, I hope that helps and looking forward to connecting with some of you on the um, Phoenix Cups Facebook page. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Sandy. Thank you. Pleasure. The weird, the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting. Okay, Okay, idea number one, a tracing app for coffee beans. So do you love coffee? Many of us have grown to appreciate our cuppa in the morning as it helps us get going for the day. Well, you can now take that appreciation to the next level with the Thank My Farmer app. So this app connects coffee drinkers with the farmers who grow and pick the coffee beans they're drinking. And coffee lovers can trace the origin of their cuppa and thank the farmer. How cool is that? I really love it. Number two, a smartphone battery that lasts for days. So we've all been there. You wake up in the morning with a long day ahead of you only to realize your phone wasn't charging. Overnight, and it's now 18%. So even if you do charge it to a full 100% overnight, some of our phones are notorious for not lasting the whole day. Or the battery, you know, dies right at that crucial moment. So researchers at Monash University have developed what might just be the world's most efficient lithium sulfur battery, which is capable of powering a smartphone continuously for up to five days. Not only is it super efficient, it may open doors of sustainable technology in the future. So how cool is that? Here's a fact for you. What do your kids eat for lunch at school? Chances are it's probably a sandwich, a wrap, a piece of fruit, maybe a small snack. On the lucky days, they may even be allowed to buy something from the school tuck shop. Well, lunch served by school canteens is something that differs around the world. For instance, Korean children might get kimchi or and tofu on rice. Scandinavian children may get local fish, soup and vegetables. German children may get pasta and vegetables. Indian children may get egg biryani and naan bread. And Japanese children may get Japanese-style curry and pickled vegetables. Sounds delicious, doesn't it? So there you go. The kids are eating all sorts of different things. I know our kids take sushi to school now. It wasn't even a thing when I was growing up sushi. So there you have it. Very multicultural canteens these days. If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. All right, for this week's Give It A Go Challenge, I want you to create a recipe book. Yes, all of those recipes in your brain, write them down. Any new recipes you want to try, I want you to write them down too. It's your book. If you wish, you can let family and friends borrow this recipe book and try out the dishes themselves or pass the recipes down to your children when they are old enough. So there you go. Start your own recipe book with all your favorites. Pack Mag's Tip of the Week. Tip of the week, now one thing we can't get around is using toilet paper. However, maybe hold off chucking out all of those empty toilet paper tubes because you may just find another use for them. Firstly, they are great for crafts and can be turned into binoculars, desk organizers with a bit of paint and glue. However, you can also use them to keep your wrapping paper tidy. You can make bird feeders, you can add peanut butter and seeds around the outside, you can organise your electrical cords or as sea starters for your plants. There you go. Toilet paper tubes. How handy are they? It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? 
All right, I learned heaps from uh, our amazing guest today. So number one, we all have the five Phoenix Cups that Sandy was talking about. And once those cups are full, we have a strong sense of well-being and fulfillment. However, when that sense of emptying appears, it can impact our sense of well-being severely. So you've got to make sure you're trying to fill all five of those cups. Number two, when we try to understand the will to fill these cups instead of punishment and our children's needs are being met, we begin to understand why they are showing this certain type of behavior because they're just trying to fill one of their cups. And number three, for those who are struggling with their child's behavior, remember to fill your cups first. Know your own needs profile, know what your largest cup is and what your smallest cup is and make sure you're filling your own cups because you can't fill up someone else's cup from your empty cup. And lastly, if you don't know your needs profile, head to the Phoenix Cups website and do their free quiz. And if you'd like to know more information on the Phoenix Cups approach, get your copy of Sandy's book, The Phoenix Cups. Well, we've wrapped up another show. Hope you enjoyed learning all about the Phoenix Cups and behavior. Uh, Big thank you to Sandy for all of her amazing insights today. I'm sure you got something out of what she had to say. Uh, Big thank you to Good Start Early Learning and everyone else who's made the podcast possible. Remember... Uh, the links that you need can be found in the show notes and you can play all of our episodes on our website at packmag.com.au slash podcast. But until next time, happy parenting, everybody. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.